Good evening, everyone, and welcome to High Spirits. I'm Jay Stegman, and with me, as always, is my best pal, Noelle Schmidt. Yeah, we host a show called High Spirits in which we drink alcohol and we talk about ghosts. Yes, ma'am. I'm so excited to um, be back with all of you. We've been um, out of country. Gallivanting around the world. That is correct. And so we're going to bring you a very special episode with regard to our travels. Um, And we will... (laughs) We will do that eventually. We'll get there. Uh, you want to tell a funny story? Or we should say who we're drinking, then we'll tell a quick funny story. Okay, great. Right. Who are you drinking? Um, well, I'm drinking some beer tonight because... That's so weird. I drank a lot of beer when I was out of the country, so... Oh, that's right. I'm sticking with it. So tonight, I'm drinking... This is a personal favorite. Uh, the St. Bernardus ABT12. About 12. ABT12. <laughs> it's a, a Belgian Abbey Ale from the... Monks at uh, St. Bernardus. Get yourself some monk juice. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently you have to be about 12 years old to drink it. About 12. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. Uh, Folks, I am celebrating um, amber waves of grain since I'm back here in uh, the old America. And I'm drinking Sam Adams Red Lager. Uh, It's rich and malty with a crisp finish. Red Lager. You can truly, literally find it anywhere. 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 You don't even have to look. Nope, it's It's probably one in your mailbox. Possibly. Yeah. Are we going to tell a funny story? (laughs) We're going to tell a quick funny story. Okay. uh, Noelle um, and I uh, just came back from Denmark. We found it. (laughs) It it is a real place. (laughs) And we were there and we had the most amazing time in Copenhagen. And I'm telling you. the best city. It was so great. Like, everything about it was perfect, and we had the most excellent time. So anyway, we were getting together today uh, to be in the ghost studio, and both of us, this is basically like Homer's gift to the Magi. <laughs> she walks in, <laughs> and uh, she's like, she's like, well, I'm, I don't, actually don't know what your topic is. Well, um, I did something else because I thought you were doing Denmark. <laughs> and I looked at her, and I was like, son of a bitch. I did something else. Because I thought you were doing Denmark. So, in case you, in case you weren't sure, Jay and I don't communicate outside of this show. Yeah, but the weirdest thing is we texted a lot. We texted today. a lot. We did. Why didn't that happen? I don't Why know. Why didn't we clarify? I don't know. Here's the thing: we communicate all the time. I think not well. We're not. No. Do you think we are need we to breaking do like up? that weirdo like spinal tap thing where we go to like rock band therapy? Maybe. Oh, is that like Metallica? <laughs> uh, <laughs> We're just about the music, man. Did did they do that in Spinal Tap? I'm not sure. I, I know Metallica remember. went to therapy together. Yeah. Uh, uh, the the um, my favorite murder gals go to therapy. They've together. Are you shitting me? Uh huh. They they've talked about it before. What? Yeah. I think it's I think it's you know good. I mean, for them, they're very successful and rich now. So yeah. it's probably good for them. I don't think we're there yet. Well, I'm successful and rich, just not because of you. <laughs> That's fair. Um. Um, also, like, therapy would be so weird with you because I already feel like you know our all, life is a therapy. Right. You already know all my stuff. Yeah, you know all my stuff. Yeah, so as a, we've as been therapized say. enough. Yeah, I mean, I need to see my therapist for me. Yeah. Alone. Don't you fucking there. I don't need you. Yeah, I don't need a buddy. <laughs> I'd be like, my therapist is my buddy. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No thanks. Huh. Well, anyway, I hope it works out for them. I do, too. I think they're going to make it. <laughs> I mean... I think they're doing just fine. Shit. You, that's the weirdest thing I've ever heard. But anyway. Um, I mean, it worked for Metallica. <laughs> I, I guess. Like, that's... I mean, you know, if, if you're going to be in the same band playing the same damn songs for 30 years, then you need to... You gotta... You gotta... Yeah. You just saw Metallica again. I did. Um... Did you I not saw, have as much of a good time as when you saw them with me? I didn't, because I took my daughter, who's six, and I thought, this is going to be such a cool bonding experience. Did she hate it? She didn't. Yes, she did hate it. <laughs> no. We, so I took her to Austin City Limits, and um, she loved the festival. She had so much fun. It was... Was Amy Lou Harris there? Stupidly hot. I don't know who was there, because we spent most of the time at Austin Kitty Limits. Yuck. Okay, um, I get it. We saw some Ralph's And not World. yuck for children, by the way. Yuck, because I, uh, if you know me, you know I hate puns. Oh. And, and if you know me, I love them. <laughs> I love some good wordplay. Oh, my God. I can't with wordplay. Uh, yeah, so we spent a, a good amount of our time there. We also got into town later than expected, so... Um, but we saw, yeah, we saw Ralph Swirled, who he's a Chicago guy. Um, and I'm looking with a total blank. Is that yeah. a children's musician? It's he's a children's musician. <laughs> okay, he used to have a show on PBS, I think. Oh, um, but he's a yeah, he's a the local. Peebs. Yeah, he always plays the Lollapalooza kids WTTW? stage. That's the Channel one. 11. Yeah. Um, anyway, we'd like to plug uh, PBS. <laughs> <laughs> We uh, really enjoy our PBS and our NPR. We do. Donate so. donate some money and get a tote. Uh, yeah, you know, I'm on the... Um... <laughs> I, I, can't wait to, I can't wait to hear where no, this goes. No, I'm like, uh, NPR, uh, so instead of having to endure all their pledge drive bullshit, uh-huh. I, they just bill me monthly. You just have the auto? Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's nice. But yes. And I actually asked them specifically because I had too much NPR swag... Uh-huh. One, you, you could ask yourself this question right now. Is it possible to have too much NPR swag? The answer is yes. <laughs> and I asked them to stop sending it to me. Please. Please stop. I finally I finally think I lost it when I got like a burlap hemp messenger bag. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck is this? So many totes. Too many totes. I never thought that would be a thing, but nope. too many totes. Um... <laughs> I yeah so my kid she had a great time and then uh, Metallica happened and immediately she turned around and she was like I know what this is and she was like I don't like your music oh my god no did she really say that yeah I don't like your music and she was very pouty and grumpy that is totally the right thing I was like that is the most amazing thing your daughter has ever said and she is my best friend you're breaking my heart right now I don't like your music and I was like but can you just enjoy the light show because their light show is really cool. Just, Did you bring a headset for her? No. Oh, so we stood did. far back. Okay. It was a festival, so I was like... But, yeah, so at that point she was done. It was also, like, 100 degrees. Yeah. And we were both... We are both very uh, cold climate people. Yeah. And so, um, as you know, like, in Denmark, I was living my best life. Because I were... was like, this is the perfect weather. It's 43 degrees you and were amazing. You naked and I had a hat and gloves on. <laughs> never felt so alive <laughs> we're on a boat being splattered with water and you're like my people <laughs> it's like it's chilly 
I'm gonna go with my, it's chilly. My favorite, my favorite part about that boat tour. <laughs> uh-huh was uh, <laughs> they take us out. It's a canal tour, and then they took us out to sea. To open water. To open water. Oh, what a great moment. Um, it was wonderful. And they showed us their uh, these two um, naval ships. One was a submarine <laughs> that apparently... <laughs> this is part of the tour, and it was amazing. She was like, this is their submarine that um, actually went lower than any submarine has ever gone before. It accidentally went a mile below... <laughs> Yep. what any submarine is meant to do and then she was like and this is our battleship which we um lovingly call whatever the danish word is for oops <laughs> because it, it accidentally shot up fired a missile and i lean, <laughs> I lean over to jay and i'm like oh no it sounds like they're really bad at navy <laughs> It's so funny. It's like, why are you bragging about this? Like, this is part of the tour. Truly, like, like uh, their naval yard was two ships that like (laughs) couldn't get it together. But you're on the water, like you. (laughs) This should be your thing. No, I'm glad it's not though, because like Denmark is so amazing and efficient, and the people there are like supermodels and yeah. They, they are so conscientious and kind. I mean, thank God military is not on their mind <laughs> because we would all be Danes. <laughs> we would all True. be Claire Danes True, is what would happen. We would be Claire Danes. We are, aren't, but aren't we all Claire Danes? I mean, I think so. Sure. Anyway. Anywho, um, so we can talk a lot to each other, so clearly we don't need therapy. But what we need to do is focus on this show which is a ghost show. Ghost stuff. So, um, Miss Noelle Schmidt, what have you brought for the kiddos today? Um, today, <coughs> I'm going to talk about two mansions <gasps> that may be haunted. You love the haunted hooses. I do love the haunted hooses. Um, I, I can always count on you for a haunted hoose. Yeah. Do you know that I never do haunted hooses because I know that you're going to do them? Well, and that's why I don't do haunted prisons. <laughs> Because I know you got that covered. I, you know what? <laughs> Touche. <laughs> I love me some prisons. <laughs> that's like, you know, that's your niche. Oh, no, yeah, dude. <laughs> and it's, you found it, dude. And I think that's amazing. Right? Um, give me, give me a, uh, uh, prison or an insane asylum and we're ready to fucking rock. <laughs> I can imagine Ursula saying to me. I don't like your content. <laughs> Touche. She'd like my content because I like all the wacky stuff. Yes. I like yes. the wacky ghosts. I like all the terrifying, terrible things. Speaking of um, haunted houses, uh, if you are not watching The Haunting of Hill House on Netflix, stop you got stuff. everything you're doing right turn now. Turn this off. For, well, turn it off. Watch it. The Craft. <laughs> <laughs> then watch all 10 episodes? I think it's 10 or 11, yeah. Yeah, then it's watch that and then turn this back on. Very, it's it's spooky. We were talking about it before mm-hmm. we started. Um, it's really good. It's a lot of fun. I likes it. I like it so much. Mm-hmm. Um, I've watched, uh, I, I'm on a little bit of a break from work. Um, I didn't lose my job. I'm actually on a sabbatical. Uh-huh. Uh, and so, Is that what we're calling it? Sure. Um, <laughs> I have watched... So many movies because I've ha- I've been doing a lot of stuff and trying to keep myself busy. And then I had two days this week where I did pretty much nothing. Um, and I watched so many movies and I can't even they've all blurred together. 
Huh. I can't even tell you. They're all horror movies? They're all horror movies. God, you have a type, dude. <laughs> well, it's the time of the year. It's the Halloween. And so I'm falling. <gasps> Audience, we're not doing a Halloween episode this year. Oh. You guys, I'm sorry. It's okay. I mean, but really. Do you think they're going to be sad? No, because we've we, really covered Halloween. We've really covered Halloween. Also, we're talking about ghosts all the time, so I think that that kind of like yeah. falls in line. Anywho, if you're interested in uh, yeah. Samhain, go back to <laughs> check it out. Check it out, or as uh, Noel likes to say, Sam Hain. There you go. Also, check out Sam Hain the band. <laughs> Samhain, Glenn Danzig. Yo. All right, our first stop today. <laughs> well. <laughs> Resigned. I have a case of the giggles. I'm really sorry. <laughs> That's <Leon>. okay. <laughs> I haven't eaten much today, so let's see how this plays let's out. It. Here we go. I had some nuts. Um, mixed nuts. <laughs> uh-huh. Our first stuff today uh, is in the West Hills of Portland, Oregon. Oh, I hate Portland. <laughs> Somebody uh, was just trying to sell me on Portland the other day, okay. and I was like, I'm sorry, Jay hates it, and... Therefore, it's ruined for me. It's fine. It's it's totally fine. But admit it, you're the Indianapolis of the Northwest. Oh, oh man, that's like two in one. Our apologies right, to Indianapolis and Portland. Indianapolis, you have um, some things like Harry and Izzy's is a really great place to go eat. They have the Colts, which I think is a team. That is a team that I am not a fan of. Okay. That's it. Okay. It's the Circle City, Indianapolis. Okay. It's a circle. All right. Anywho, let's go to Portland. The Piddock Mansion. Oh. You know it? Yeah. All right. Is a French Renaissance sandstone chateau <laughs> in the West Hills of Portland, Oregon, as I previously stated. It sits on 46 acres of land and uh, is 1,000 feet above Portland, so it kind of looks down. It's atop a hill. Yes. Um, the official website claims that it has 23 rooms in the house. However, some other sites that I was on claimed, uh, that it had 46, which I think might've been confused for the acres Oh. or 22, but 23 is from the official site. Also, what do we count as a room these days? It's, that's true. You know? Yeah. Like, is a sewing niche a room? I'm going to go with nay. Right. <laughs> You yeah. look like you're a yeah on that one. I, no, I think I mean if you can if you can sit in it, <laughs> it's a room. If you can resign That's the in most it. Wisconsin thing you've ever said. <laughs> if you can sit in it, it's a room. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. I also watch a lot of Making a Murderer, so I'm real Wisconsin right now. It's just Wait. like being at home. There's a new season, and it's devastating. On Netflix. Yeah. Shut Ugh. up. Prepare when did yourself. this happen? Uh, like this week, I think. It's just gonna break your spirit. In did he do it? A thousand pieces. He I'm not. I don't want to tell you things. I he want you. Teresa. He didn't kill her. I want you to watch it. And I well. Did her brother do it? I want you to watch it. Okay. And I want I'm you to so stop sorry. I didn't even know that this. Oh God. Also, oh, what about Brendan Dassey? Yeah, you gotta watch it. Shit. You guys, I gotta go. I can't do this. <laughs> I can't do this podcast. It's. Ugh. It's heart wrenching. It's like sitting. It's like sitting in a room with my grandmother's family, though. Sometimes oh, listening to these folks talk, I'm like, oh my god, these are my. This is my 
(laughs) distant distant relatives the farmers okay henry and georgiana pinnock were the uh the folks that built the mansion let's uh talk a little bit about henry henry was born in london um and then his uh family moved to pennsylvania when he was a young boy um in 1853 he uh joined the wagon trail he was 19 years old and that traveled from um pennsylvania to oregon at the time, he didn't have much to his name, but he did have a one strong work ethic. So uh-huh. <laughs> he got a job uh, when they when they arrived in Oregon. He got a job working for Thomas Jefferson Dreyer's weekly Oregonian newspaper. Huh. Um, and a man of letters. Yes. At the age of 26, he bought the paper and made it into a daily paper. Huh. And that paper still runs today. Did he, so he went solo on that trip, but he got himself his wife in Yeah, so he, yeah, he, um, he met Georgiana Burton, who also traveled with her family from Missouri. Oh, didn't her husband? Nope. Um, she's actually, uh, 12 years his junior. Oh, so she was very, yeah, she was much younger than him, but he met her. But a very striking 13 year old. Right. This is also like the 1860s. Sure, when when all of that was okay. <laughs> but, yeah, unfortunately. It's one of those things. So, like, was it ever okay, or were we all just like, I guess men like children? Well, right, but people were also dying at much younger ages yeah, than too. But still, but I, it's still I feel like it's yeah. Something I, to be addressed. There's there's definitely some ookiness to it. Yeah, I mean, when Jerry Lee Lewis married his 13 year old cousin, people were like. What the fuck? Right. But Edgar Allan Poe did the same thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you like, if we trace the line in history. And everyone's like, no, all right. Yeah. That's what you just did those days. Sure. I mean, look at like uh, Tony Randall when he married like. Oh, yes. That's right. He was like 72 and she was. And he. A gal digger. Birthed a child with her. He but like Mick Jagger's like got yeah, all the. I mean, Ugh. it's still happening with these like celebrities They're where they're like. Yeah. Hey, us old ladies have things to give, too. You want to fuck Mick Jagger? No, I definitely do not. So what do you... (laughs) I was at the same restaurant as him once, though. Oh. He was sitting two tables behind me. Also, I apologize for that Um, (laughs) F-bomb. You might want to turn this off if you're around children or uh, actual elegant people. You know what? We're turning this into a PG show. It's a decision we just came to. P stands for perverted ghosts. PG. PG. All right. Poltergeists. So you want to bone Mick Jagger? Not true. Okay. At all. There are at least five musicians ahead of him. Name one. I won't. Why? What if he's listening? He's listening. Then I've cursed it. Oh, you think if you say it out loud, he won't? I'm just kidding. It will never thirsty. happen. No. I'm thirsty. I just took a drink from my beer. <laughs> I would say... You want to bone Kanye West? Definitely. Uh, he is, like, actually in the negatives for me. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> if there could be, like, another world, that would be it. <laughs> Where the, he's, like, a cast off. No, I would say uh, tipping the skills is probably, like, one of my first crushes is the bass player from um, Green Day. Trey Cool? Nope. He's the drummer. I don't, Mike Durnt. Oh. <laughs> okay. Way above Mick Jagger. Sure. I don't usually go for the front man. That's so weird. Because I need a lot of attention. Oh, okay. And that's too much competition. Oh, so you're the peacock. 
Yeah. Speaking of peacocks, the pittocks. The pittocks. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? I don't know. Oh, here we go. Okay. So well, we got Claire Dane in uh, Denmark. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Henry, um, in addition to running the paper, he was successful in real estate, banking, railroads, steamboats, sheep ranching, and the pulp and paper industry. So he basically, like, had his toes dipped in everything. Wow. Renaissance fan. Quite a bit, yes. Um, He and Georgiana um, were, uh, he called her the love of his life. And uh, they married. I don't and she called him that dude. My parents made me marry. Old man Pittock. <laughs> she called him sir. <laughs> Together they had six children. Oh my god, poor her. Um, right. They uh, they actually were very um, involved in the community, and um, they hung out with seamstresses. Uh, uh, I'm, I almost said philanderers. That's not <laughs> what I want to say. Philanthropists. Why are those words so close together? Uh, You're a linguistic. The, uh, the, um, uh, I want to say is um, the like of doing something. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I'm laughing. Well, at you that. know what I mean? Like, yeah, I like, like to give. So Francophile. Yeah, yeah. I, I got so it. That, I got it. Yeah. Okay. So, um, uh, so, you, so Henry, they like to lander or they like to opic? They like to... Philanthropic. Op, they like Thropic. to opic. Um, <laughs> Henry was also uh, quite the outdoorsman. He was among the first group of uh, people to climb Mount Hood. Oh. Um, okay. Yeah. He uh, he was a really... He was a big hiker and he often took his children. His two daughters or two of his daughters were also like really involved with that too. So they did a lot as a family. Um, Georgiana... Um, in uh, 1867 um, began the Ladies Relief Society which is an organization that created children's home a children's home that provided care food and shelter for poor children she also supported single working women and was involved with the women's use union and she was a key figure in building the Martha Washington home for single working women oh, so cool. yeah and I mean in the 1860s like that's very progressive and that's amazing also yeah. what an odd uh martha washington i understand that she wants to honor the the first person yeah. but that would be more of like an abigail adams sort of scenario yeah big miss big miss on that georgie <laughs> martha um, washington uh what was it called the uh martha martha washington home for for single working women for single working women yeah Anyway, but but we've talked about Portland before too during this time, and so that's when there were probably a lot of seamstresses. Oh yeah. So that's probably like a lot of these women were probably oh, yeah. taken in, and this was probably oh, a shelter yes. for them as well. So uh, just so you guys know, we keep talking about seamstresses. We did a Portland episode. Uh, seamstresses are <laughs> they didn't see my air quotes? No, nope. no one keeps air quoting. Uh, seamstresses are prostitutes. So when they did a census, um, it pretty much was like from the population, it was like for every 10 men there was one woman and most of the women put their um occupation down as seamstress um so like out of the 3000 women that were in portland there were 2700 seamstresses yeah um so uh not a pair of pants went um untended (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> so many socks darned. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so they were, but they were very. Many, many a fly mended. <laughs> uh, they. I actually, I want to file my taxes as a seamstress. I, let me know how that goes, yeah. how that works out for you. Oh, fuck. We have a president that, oh. Sorry, it's political, but it won't even, like, release his taxes at this point. It's like... Yeah, why should I release my taxes? Do you release your taxes? <laughs> <laughs> Let me rephrase. Why should I do my taxes? Oh, because we believe in this country and we want to be Claire Danes. Which means we want to be more like Denmark, and so our money needs I'd to... I think I'd rather be a, just a Dane at this point. Yeah. <clears throat> it's a lot of positive things. The weather's so nice. It's cold. <laughs> It's a cold place. I really like it. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> I was like, ooh. Oh, there's a chill in the air. Perfect. Um, <laughs> Lots of water. It's too cold. Wonderful. It's flat? <laughs> Great. No hills? Perfect. Um, okay. There was that one hill that we climbed. <laughs> we had to climb that hill to uh, to get to Carlsberg. Ah, oh, there was. <laughs> And they actually said in the tour it was like the only hill in the town in and Copenhagen. It was a big hill. It was quite a hill. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> our bodies are rocking, y'all. <laughs> we walked a lot, killing it. And we will reward ourselves with this beer. Yes. Um, okay. So Henry and Georgiana, very involved in the community, very well respected. Um, they gave back a lot, which we'll come back to later. So, um, they uh, decided that they wanted to build um, a summer retirement home. So uh, they began building their mansion. And actually, up until then, they had lived in kind of a modest home. Hmm. Um, but they decided that, you know, as they were retiring, like, they could show off their wealth a little as bit. And those five kids, I, you know, this happens to all of us when we grow up. Like, those five kids are like, really? You couldn't have done that when we were living in your damn house? That happened to me. I know. And my brothers and I all moved back in. What is this, a second bathroom? We're coming back. (laughs) We were all in college and we're like, we're we're staying here for a summer. second, you cleaned up this dump. (laughs) This was a piece of shit when I lived here. Two more bedrooms. Now you're investing. Although that makes sense because children, I mean, let's face it. Right. We, uh, you know. We are parasites. We're parasites. I remember my mother always being like, I, 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 and she is very anal, but I remember like we come in from like doing sports or we come in from outside and she'd be like, don't sit on the couch. You have sunscreen and sweat. And we were all like, what? And so like. Sunscreen and sweat. Yes. So we would like acquiesce to that when she was around, but man, we would sit our little sweaty sunscreen bodies on that couch when she wasn't around. Oh yeah. I just, I we left um i can say all these things because my mother doesn't know how to work a computer Ta-da. yeah we left um uh martial arts yesterday with a new <laughs> set of nunchucks oh lord have mercy that was a prize like other kids got like oh they all gave got like a halloween gift uh-huh. and they picked a pumpkin off the wall other kids got like a free birthday party or a free new uniform and my kid gets Nunchucks. She is, and I, I was I, like, I hate I, to say it, and she listens to this when she's older. I'm sorry. Um, I don't think she's coordinated enough for. She is the nunchucks. Totally not. They're gonna be a lot of. Bro- I was like, this is not to be used indoors. And then she started swinging them outside when we were walking to the car, and I'm like, also not to be used outdoors. 
<laughs> also, watch your face. We also, can't. why is it tangled in your hair? Also, uh, you just rolled your ankle. Oh, shit. We're spiraling. <laughs> you were my child. This is the problem with having a, a clumsy parent is that <laughs> I like down. also know, like I am constantly trying to prevent her from falling because I know how I operate. So I'm constantly, I'm not. I don't think I'm a helicopter parent, but whenever she's, like, near anything breakable, I'm like, oh, oh. (laughs) And, like, I still have to put covers on her cups because I just don't (laughs) trust things. That's why you don't put covers on your cups. I should. I've spilled so much in life. You have. I have. This, uh... I don't think I spilled once when I was um, in Europe, though. And I went to Oktoberfest and drank so many big beers. I have no comments on that. That just standalone. I hope that anybody is listening to that and that's the pull quote. I went to Oktoberfest and I drank so many big beers. I didn't spill one. That's really good for me. Oh. Entertainment Weekly is like, listen to High Spirits and that's the quote. <laughs> what finally gets us oh, over the edge. Noel Schmidt, don't spill a drop. <laughs> it's going to be a photo of me balancing a stein on my e- finger. Good luck, you can't balance. I can't. I used to be able to balance a bat on my finger. I think mm-hmm. I still can. You're doing object work. <laughs> I am. Um, I was looking at my invisible bat. Okay. <laughs> so they're building the house. Yeah. Um, it was designed in 1909 by a gentleman by the name of Edward Folks. Um, and the house was finished in 1914. It is 16,000 square feet. Small. It's, it's quite. It's quite modest. Yeah. Um, it has a, only a three-car garage. Oh my. A greenhouse, a music room, library, Turkish Turkish smoking room. Yes. Sewing room. Do you think that's a room? <laughs> yeah. Five large bedrooms and two sleeping porches. There's also um, an Italianate gate lodge servant's residence where initially it was the butler and his wife lived there. And that is also, from the pictures I saw, quite large. Um, The inside is really interesting. It's a circular interior. So all of the rooms are built off of um, a central grand staircase. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, and there's round hallways. It was described by one like spokes from a wheel. (laughs) Uh, It was a very progressive house for the time. It has a central vacuum system, intercoms, and an internal phone system. Uh, There were individual room thermostats and indirect lighting. Uh, There was a dumbwaiter. There is a dumbwaiter. Um for uh food trays to travel from room to room Mm -hmm. um it was also i used to work in the restaurant industry and i knew so many dumb waiters (laughs) ah (laughs) ta-da dead jokes Mm -hmm. um there uh it was designed so it would be cooled um by morning airflow which eliminated the need for fans in the summer um There was this I love. There was a private shower that was like a human car wash with horizontal needle sprays to reach all parts of the body, including a liver spray and a toe tester. I don't. Okay. I want that. I'm in it. I like it. Um, 
The home was actually the center of a political scandal in 1911 when a Portland City Council member by the name of Will H. Daly, those Daly's, yep. man, um, brought public attention to Piddick um, for having arranged for a water line to, cons- um, to the construction project entirely at the city expense, despite it being located half a mile outside of the city limits. Uh-huh. Um, the... Um, this actually contributed to a long-standing feud between Piddick's paper and Daly, which ultimately led to the end of the councilman's political career. So don't fuck with a Piddick. Yeah, spiteful. Yeah. Um, the Piddicks moved in in 1914, but they didn't actually live there for very long. They um, both died not long after. Georgiana died in 1918 at 70, 72, and Henry... In 1919 at 84. Oh, they lived a long time. Yeah, they did. And loved each other. Yeah, right. Till the end. Uh, <laughs> man. I don't know when I became the hopeless romantic over here. How I sweet. Did, I'm just saying he... What is right. it? A May-December romance? May-November? What is December. it? It is December. December, yeah. I'm just saying she was a child bride and I... She, she, she was. I think she was... I don't know how old she was. We'll figure that out. I didn't look into that. That's fine. Um, the family owned the house until... I mean, it's a beautiful love story. She was a child bride who had five children and... Uh, six. 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 She had six children before she was 27. It's a love story. My grandma did too. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, you know, not here to judge. <laughs> Just being super uh, Sorry, she had five. Anyway, uh, the family owned the house until the 1950s. In 1958, their grandson, Peter Ganton Bean, Bean, <laughs> Ganton Bean. I feel like we're in Denmark and you're trying to order something. <laughs> you're not going to like it. I'll uh, just tell you this. How many it's times did I like try to say... <laughs> Point where Jay, would you like some guts and bean? Uh, yeah, sure, why not? Cool, um, so I spit it out in a napkin. No, I forgot about that. I will uh, truly eat anything, and uh, I, I regurgitate it <laughs> as politely as I could. Denmark, you're an amazing country, but no, some of your food is. We were, we were at, we were at a market, and Jay was getting, um a baguette and the, we were very confused by the Croners at times yes. and she looks at me and goes holds out her hand and goes how much is this and the guy helping you behind the counter goes you could just ask me yeah <laughs> and I was like yeah ask him I don't know <laughs> I just hand them like a, like a handful of money and I'm like figure it out why do you still have coins I don't understand. The Europe. coins are the hardest. The coins. I have a wallet full of coins oh, that I have to convert. It's probably they like convert coins. thirty dollars. They won't. No, you have to get. That's why I, I oh, got rid of all of them. I, did, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Also, that's I okay. still have. Um, I have so many. Some dinars. I, um, I got rid of all the paper money. Yeah, in my bank, um, I only have about the equivalent of like sixty-two American dollars, and they won't do anything under. 100 American dollars. Dumb. So I guess um, I have to go back. Yeah, we'll be back. We'll definitely be back. All right. Peter Gantenbein. <laughs> I'm going to say it different every time. <laughs> and Eric Ladd. 
who was a, a gentleman who had been staying in the house for four years, decided that the mansion was too much to keep up with. So they put it up for sale, but uh, had no buyers. Oh. No luck. Um, and then, in 1962, there was the um, Columbus Day storm, which... Uh, Famous. <laughs> let's not talk about the initial, the OG Columbus Day storm. This is Jesus an actual Christ. weather storm. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> it caused heavy damage to the house. Um, the two considered selling the house to developers, but... They decided against it because they knew that the developers would just sell, tear down the house. Oh. So, um, but the problem was that they needed, the damage was so bad it was going to cost like six to eight million dollars to restore the building. In the 60s? Yeah. Grr. Yeah. So, um, the community actually got together and they put together, so this is another thing that I've read different accounts. Um some sites say $75,000. Some says like, some say like $67,500. So different. I know. <laughs> so different. That's $6,500 is a lot. I mean, um, to me it is. But they put that all together in three months. And then the city of Portland saved the building and purchased it uh, for $225,000 in 1964. Huh. All right. Um, they spent 15 months restoring the building, and then in 1965, it opened as a museum under the authority of the uh, Portland Parks and Recreation Department. Uh, in 1974, it was added to the National Register Register of Historic Places. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, now you can go there. It's visited by 80,000 people a year. Uh-huh. That's pretty good. Um, and because of its high elevation, it's very good for bird watching. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And who does not, when they're, by the way, when you're in Portland, you're going to be so bored. Oh, man. You got to leave Portland alone. <laughs> I'm fucking kidding. I'm kidding. Portland, we're very sorry. I'm totally, like, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. Um, but yeah, you, you're, you're going to run out of things to do, so you should go up <laughs> <laughs> and watch a bird. <laughs> Tough crowd. No, 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 no. And we lost Portland. No, no, I kid, I kid, oh, I kid. Man. It is like like it is the exact reason they're having what Chicago had in the eighteen hundreds. What's that? Okay, so A fires? Yeah, fires. <laughs> but you Oops. know how like I mean and actually every time and I hear it all the time, every time someone says, Oh, Chicago, the Windy City, it's so windy here, uh, that's not why we're called the Windy City. Shifty politics, man. Well, also, bloviating uh, gas bags that were trying to compete with New York. And so what they would do is just talk about how fucking great Chicago was. And Chicago wasn't great. Right? It just, it just wasn't. It couldn't compete, mm-hmm. but it was so, like, trying to compete with New York. Anyway, very long story short, uh, <laughs> there was this sense of, um, when I was there, I was like, oh, wow, people... people like, I was like, I'm going to spend four days in Portland. People were like, that's not enough. <laughs> it's just the right amount. Yeah, a day and a half later, I was like, cool, I've walked the perimeter of your very small town. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a, it's actually a really cool place. It's just, mm-hmm. it's much. It's small, and that's, It's yeah. much smaller than one would, if you're from a big city, you're like, oh, right. okay, cool. Yeah. This is like, this is Park Slope. Like, it's not. 
It's right, and that's like when I. So have, it's cute. It's yeah, I got yeah. it. Yeah, when I've I've moved away from Chicago a couple times, and I keep coming back because it, the places I go to, which are also cities, are just small. They're small, and yeah. I like the size of I Chicago. Yeah. and there's something attractive to me about that. So. Yeah. It's, I think, It's a yeah. way, Portland, I don't mean to be up your ass. I'm just kidding. I know you love your town. I love your town, too. I'm just more of, like, a big city... Big city gal. Big city gal. Yeah, they don't take kindly to you big city folk there <laughs> no, in Portland. I'm like a, like a <laughs> London, New York, Chicago kind of, kind of gal. You just keep, like, digging. I'm kidding. All right, All right, let's talk about some ghosts. I mean, yes. That's what we're here for, right? We are at 40 minutes. Cool. Ghosts. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, the there is a groundskeeper that um, has not left. People hear heavy footsteps walking around the yard, which is pretty remarkable when you think about it on like soil that you're hearing those yeah. footsteps. Yeah. Um, and they also hear them coming to the side door. Um, people believe that uh, because Henry and Georgiana didn't get to stay in the house for very long or live in the house for very long that they just stayed. Oh. And are still like residing. Oh. Um it's like the others with Miss Nicole Kidman. Yes. Mm-hmm. Except nicer. Um <laughs> f- footsteps um are heard around hallways, coming out of rooms and on the ground floor. Uh windows open and close by themselves. Items move By the out. way, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I right. like People talk about this as if it's a bad thing. I have sometimes laid in bed at night and thought, if I had a helpful ghost, I would I would ask them, you know, right, just to just to shut the closet, just to just to open or or shut a window for sure. So yeah. I don't have to get up. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Or you're like all like cozy in bed, and you're like, ugh. I could use a glass of water. <laughs> right. <laughs> If somebody could turn that fan off. I mean, listen, it, it would be spooky as shit if there was a floating glass of water coming my way. But I, I, I can but tell also you sometimes helpful. I'm thirsty. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Super helpful. Yeah. It's like in um, in Angel. I know you're going to bring this up when... Um, Phantom Dennis. Yes. Uh, is uh, Cordelia's ghost. And yes. Phantom Dennis is super helpful. And they uh, coincide. Like yeah. 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 They have a very symbiotic mm-hmm. relationship. Um, I would love a Phantom Dennis. I would too. Yeah, that would be nice. Uh, where were we? Okay, so, you know, kind of usual ghost stuff. Um, (laughs) items move around the room. Visitors, (laughs) visitors say that they feel a strong presence escorting them around the mansion, which is presumed to be Henry. Okay. Like, he likes showing off his place. Um... Uh, there's a childhood portrait of Henry that's been moved around the mansion. They uh, have assumed that that is Georgiana, who thinks it should be in different places. Oh, she moves it? She, they think that she's the one that's moving it. Oh my god, please, please, please come over and redecorate my house, Georgiana. I know. I still have some things I need to hang. It's nice. They're not stacking chairs. They're yeah. just kind of like playing with the feng shui of the place. Yeah, you know? they're very nice. It's very nice. Um, a visitor saw the reflection of an older lady in uh, the glass of a painting, and they assume that that is also... That's not your favorite. Georgiana. I don't like that at all. Mm-hmm. Um, her fa- So her favorite 
um, flower was a rose, and she actually um, put in all these gardens and had all these flowers oh, so around the on the grounds. And so people say that um, they'll smell the aroma of roses in and around the mansion, which is a symbol that she's present. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, there's also been people have seen an apparition of an old woman again assumed to be her that's been seen in the basement um Ew. yeah I like that one. no but here's the thing like everybody who's been there has said that they're nice everything's really friendly mm-hmm. and everything's really nice there everybody they, they've said that they're cordial yeah. like they enjoy having them there and some uh people have been like which means that like the city of portland or whoever is running um the mansion now, uh, which I think is like a, an organization, um, is uh, doing a good job and they like appreciate what they're doing it's to the house, cool. which is really cool. Um, some other things. You want to do a little quick pause it possible effect? Mm-hmm. Okay. A few other ghost things. Um, of course, you know, with all places like this, there are paranormal investigators that are <laughs> going in and out uh-huh. and using, um, catching whatever EVP they can. Um, get out. Or, did you hear that? <laughs> did you get that? <laughs> Sounds like a lot of static over here. Mm-hmm. No, no, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Anyway. I'm pretty sure they said the word Jeff. <laughs> Jeff, is that you? Are you Jeff or were you murdered by Jeff? <laughs> Who's Jeff? Or did you just win a Jeff award? Which is a regional Chicago joke. <laughs> Thank you, Noel. <laughs> I must spit out my beer. That was a good one. Thank you. Uh, okay. Jeff. <laughs> Come on. Get out. <laughs> Congrats on your Jeff. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So uh, one paranormal investigator caught an EVP of a man saying, I'm heading back. Oh. She also caught a friendly female voice saying, hello. Uh Uh-huh. People... (laughs) This is this is my favorite one. <laughs> People have reported seeing floating old ladies. Oh, <laughs> which is going to be our band name? <laughs> yeah, it is. Oh man, the floating old ladies. <laughs> oh yeah, I already have some songs written. <laughs> so good. Uh, they've seen. We're gonna have to do like just the Jack and Meg White thing. <laughs> when, like, play guitar. You play drums. Yeah. I'll figure it out. <coughs> if Lars can do it, I can do it. Or maybe secretly married. <laughs> the floating old ladies. <laughs> oh, we'll see you at the Vic. By the way, it is just a, a like a white stripes cover band. <laughs> The way Jack White would have wanted it. <laughs> um, <coughs> they've also reported seeing boots without walking legs. Yeah, that's amazing. Because those boots were made for walking. <gasps> without legs. That, um, Queen Elizabeth's last corgi died? <laughs> I don't know if that's related to Nancy Sinatra. Oh, no. Um, 
I was thinking of the queen starring <laughs> Helen Mirren, and there's a big scene where she wears wellies. Mm-hmm. And um, she, she. I see. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Her so, yeah. her last court. I didn't. I her didn't. Very know. last court. How many did she have? Why oh. didn't she? Can she get a new one? <laughs> She's very old. But over the course of her life, she had um, uh, I, seven thousand. Shut. No, that's I, not. That's not true. That's too many. Too yeah, many. Yeah, know, but like, yeah. Anyway, that was but that movie. does beg the question: How many corgis is too many? Uh, she has a lot of space. Okay, that's a big house. It is a big house. Yeah, Buckingham Palace is is not small. Home of the corgis, the fight corgis, <laughs> the fighting corgs. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, R.I.P. Uh, corgi. <laughs> Final corgi. <laughs> There's also said to be. Um, a tree with a face. Yes, please. I mean, let's be real about this All one. trees have faces. They all have faces, especially those Lord of the Rings ones. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so, uh, if you'd like to see the um, the Piddick Mansion, you can see the, it in several films, actually. Um, it was featured in First Love, starring Susan Day. And William Cat. Why'd you just look at me like that? I don't know. She's in the Partridge family. Yeah. <laughs> hey guys, that chick from the Partridge family made a movie. Remember in LA Law too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember Susan Day? We're really dating ourselves. I didn't like the Partridge family. That was also way ahead of my time. That was way ahead. Was just like to after school, we'd get home and watch Make that, that clear. Yeah. Uh, rest in peace, David Carradine. Not David Carradine. Dan- no, David Cassidy. David Cassidy. But also suck my dick. Dave, David Carradine also dead. Is he dead? Yeah. Well, he was in Kill Bill. He was. He died from uh, autoerotic asphyxiation. <laughs> Did he really? Yeah. Only the good do that. Yeah. I recently- Michael Hutchins. Or yeah. is it Hutchinson? No, Hutchins, Hutchins. from uh, In Excess. God, he was hot. He was smoking hot. So sexy. Why did he have to be in the closet choking himself, masturbating? <sighs> you gotta keep escalating. <laughs> gotta keep finding what's better. That's the problem. That's the Nikki Six problem. Like, how do you heighten? <laughs> it's all about heightening. Did I tell you about how... Uh, Please don't tell me you met Nikki Six. No, I okay. was in... Someday. Uh, I was in <laughs> Dallas for work. And... Um, we had, a rent- we had a rental car and we're driving around and every time we were in that car, it didn't matter what time of the day, Nikki Six's show was on the radio station and yeah. I was like, does he just always work? Like, or is he just like constantly recording and they're just like putting it out there? It was kind of ridiculous. Does he just uh, have like a serious channel when he plays butt metal? Um, I wouldn't call it butt metal. <laughs> what would you call it? <laughs> he plays all kinds of metal and music (laughs) and he's got a lady sidekick (laughs) I wouldn't call it butt metal it's also uh, you can also see (laughs) the Piddick Mansion in the movie Unhinged uh, which came out in 1982 Unhinged was actually banned in several several countries and in England is considered to be is that? So Video Nasty is, um, is it a... it's basically like a like a super gory, um, th- th- like they ban like when they consider it to be Video Nasty, it's like 
kind of like gory and um, macabre for no reason. That's awful. So, uh, like a movie like, um, oh, if you're familiar with Cannibal Holocaust, that would be considered like Cannibal Holocaust was banned in like 32 countries. Um, <laughs> it's horrible. I would. It, it, listen, <laughs> it sounds horrible. It's horrible. <laughs> I don't even think you need to extrapolate. Yeah. No one needs a log line. That's how, like, convincing the title of that movie If you're is. curious, just uh, go to YouTube and look up the trailer, and you'll be like, what the... By the way, I would love if the log line was totally different than what we were like. Uh, Cannibal Holocaust, a, uh, a small film about a family living. The last season of Archer kind of did an homage to Cannibal Holocaust, which really? I thought was very brave. Um, very brave. <laughs> for for an animated series, brave. not brave. No, I, I'm on, I'm joking. It's oh. a joke. Moving on, uh, the haunting of Sarah Harding, Seal Award, and <gasps> from sisters from sisters, correct. <laughs> and I loved that show. I did too. Morgan Who's Fairchild. Oh lord. In 1989, uh, the redhead Swoozy Kurtz. Swoozy. Swoozy. Like getting famous and being like, I'll just go by Swoozy. That's <laughs> what they call me, Swoozy. I was like, cool. We know your name is Susan. <laughs> Swoozy. Swoos. <laughs> um, you know this film. Do I? I watched this movie a lot in college because my college roommate was obsessed with it. Body of Evidence, starring Madonna. Oh God. And Willem mentioned? Dafoe in 1992. Uh, several scenes. I think where she lived. That was the oh. Pittock Mansion in that movie. She was rich in that movie. Huh? She was rich in that movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, and she then a candle wax on his uh, nip ledge. Do you remember that scene in the parking garage where she breaks the light? Like they're on the car and she breaks the light bulb and takes off his shirt and pushes him down on top of the broken light bulb. And his back's like all ripped up. Uh, And then he's in the shower the next. I watched the movie a lot. No, I only, I think I only saw it the once in the theater. You watched that, you saw that in the theater. Listen, when I was 10 years old, I looked like I was 32. (laughs) (laughs) Like I was like, I'm going to buy tickets for myself and my children. Like, I literally, <laughs> in high school at 16, bought alcohol for my entire high school. That's amazing. Yeah. Good for you. Thank you. Um, the Pittock Mansion... Wait, was... hold on. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. Uh, the Piddick Mansion was also um, the finish line on the 13th season of The Amazing Race. Oh, okay. It's nowadays operated by the Piddick Society... Um, you can obviously go on a tour there. You can go on a self-guided or a guided tour. They do not offer private tours, however. Good. Um, Good it's open all year round, except it's closed in January. So I guess it's, it's open, uh, February through December. Um, if you'd like to go there, it costs adults $11. Seniors are $10. Youths ages six to 18, which I think is awesome because a lot of times youths are like six to 11. Oh, um, got dicked on that, like, Christmas thing you took Oh, my to? God. I'm still mad about that. That was crazy. Because she, my, my child is giant, and it was a height thing, so she oh. was, like, taller than 42 in- inches, so and she had to pay an adult. adult. I was like, you're fucking out of your minds. That was expensive. She's a child. She's just very tall. She's seven feet tall, and she plays for the, um... The Miami... Minnesota Lynx. Heat. 
<laughs> the youths are $8. Children under six are free. And uh, if you're wondering, um, do people like this place? The answer is they do. On TripAdvisor, it has a 4.5. Google, 4.6. And the Yelp is another 4.5. People really enjoy going there. Probably for the bird watching. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you're in Portland. And the ghosts are nice, which helps. Yeah. Whenever the ghosts are nice. Yeah. You got a good attraction. Yeah. Um, And they, this is another one of those places where they, it's not advertised on their website, but they are, um, they embrace kind of the history in that there may be like some suspicious activity, shall we say. All right. Any questions before we move on? Well, the question should we uh, stop? And have this be its own thing, or should we? No, it's not long. Speak? It's oh. not long enough. Okay. It's just know. a little. It's just like a little vignette almost. Oh, I love it. Okay. Yeah. Um, our next stop on our mansion tour of two <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. is to uh, Bull Valley in McHenry County, Illinois. Whoa! Yeah. We're going right here in We're our own backyard. Just going a little northwest of here. Okay. Uh, also. Listed in on the uh, National Registry of Historic Places starting in 1979, mm-hmm. the Stickney Mansion okay. is now the Bull Valley Police Headquarters oh. and has been since 1985. Interessant. The house was built in 1865. It's in the style of an English country house. Um, they, Which is fascinating because 1865 is the wrap-up of the Civil War. Uh-huh. Um, we are, um, you know, just as a country, um, kind of recovering, not, not even recovering, just finishing that. And also President Lincoln from Illinois has been shot and killed. So it's so fascinating that they would erect a mansion in the same year. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Well, clearly George, George and Sylvia Stickney didn't care. They don't give no fucks. They don't give no fucks. <laughs> George and Sylvia chose an isolated place for peace and quiet to practice their voodoo spiritualism. Yes. Oh, my God. If you have not uh, preoccupied (laughs) yourself with spiritualism, please check out episode 15, The Fox Sisters, and get yourself acclimated because there is nothing better than... uh, uh, It's good stuff. Spiritualism. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, I said episode 15. I could be totally making that up. I have no idea. Yeah, I was like, you just pulled that out. That's yeah, really know. impressive. I really love um, So they were both said to be accomplished mediums. They often hosted parties and seances for their friends. Um, I love that they're accomplished mediums, but in 1865, totally tone deaf to what is happening in the nation. Like, right. Like, brother against brother, 75,000 people are being killed in... Chicago, there is a concentration camp of Southern uh, Confederates, and um, he- here they are being like, "Oh, I can't wait to talk to you know your dad, Samuel." <laughs> like, right? That's crazy. But it's also, I mean, tone deaf, yes, but it's also probably uh, quite a money grab for them as well because oh, they're just sure. totally capitalizing on people's grief. Yeah. Um, Which is actually why spiritualism took off like wildfire. Yeah. Yeah. Again, go back to the Fox Sisters because that's Uh exactly what it was. Um, They um, 
thought that they became they and actually after I said all of that um, it's thought that they became spiritualists to be communicate with their dead children three out of their ten had survived what yeah oh man so whoops we're sorry, sorry we're guys. sorry stickneys um <laughs> <laughs> they uh that's this, a lot of that's terrible that that's really really sad and tragic um seances were conducted on the second floor uh in sylvia's ballroom um <laughs> which leads me to believe there was a second ballroom for him <laughs> <laughs> oh that's that's sylvia's ballroom he's in her <laughs> George passed away in the house of apparent heart failure, and after his death, Sylvia gained fame as a spiritual medium. I was hoping you were going to be like, gained 200 pounds because she was so sad, (laughs) (laughs) and then went on Oprah. (laughs) She founded Ben and Jerry's Ice Cream. (laughs) Just kidding. That was founded by Ben and Jerry. (laughs) Uh, It's claimed that she stayed in contact with her husband and dead children after their deaths. Um, The house is two stories the second floor was reserved for a ballroom sylvia's as we know uh that ran the entire length of the building um it ser- it served as quarters for union soldiers during the civil war aha so they were aware yeah they knew what was going on um home to the first piano of McHenry county <laughs> cool um <laughs> Get it together, McHenry. This is another house that had all rounded corners because they believed that spirits had a tendency to get caught in 90 degree angles between the walls. Yeah, this is a thing for spiritual. That's a thing. Or that the corners attracted evil spirits. Yeah. Um, Allegedly, one, there's only one uh, 90 degree corner in the entire house and possibly where George died. And then I wrote, false. No square corners have been found, and George's death was never documented. Hmm. So that is an inaccurate claim. I think, didn't you also, when you did Winchester, didn't you also say they had uh, rounded corners? No. Oh. And I know that because I've been in that house. Ah, make a note. It's more, like, Winchester is more about uh, the windows and the doors. Word. Um, the staircases. Yes, the staircases to nowhere, and like the and the staircases that um, she, well, they it was low rising because she was such a small woman. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, in 1979, Roderick Smith moved in and lived there for several years. He claimed to often hear strange noises. He stated dogs uh, were never comfortable there. <laughs> Maybe it's you, Roderick. Maybe they didn't like you. Um, <laughs> what, a, what a weird thing to I say. can never keep my dogs in this house. Oh, my dogs. Are so, they just see so many ghosts. There's such a problem. Um, I'm like, who's a good boy? Who's a good boy? And they're just so distracted. <laughs> <laughs> they're looking into the rounded uh, corners of the home. Right. Uh, he, and they're like, I don't know. I see other humans here. Are they a good boy or am I a good boy? Who's a good boy? I don't know who's a good boy. Right? It's an existential dog question. <laughs> Who is a good boy? <laughs> That's um, like like uh, the self-published book that we're doing next. Who's a good boy? 
Uh, Roderick also believed the house was, was tainted by devil worshippers who lived in the house Ugh. in the 1960s. All right. Um, which actually turned out to be a group of hippies who painted the rooms in dark colors and built open fires in the house. Yeah. Okay. Um, they were probably weirdos. Probably. I mean, yeah. <laughs> After Smith put the house up for sale, a local antique dealer claimed he saw an ad for the place where there was a woman in a wedding gown um, who could be seen pulling uh, the curtain apart and peering out. The photographer states that there was no one in the house when he took the picture. Um, the ho- And then the house sold and the new owners didn't experience anything. Um, since then, uh, it has become... The, as I said before, the Bull Valley Police Headquarters. Uh-huh. Um, so they're village employees that now occupy the space. They've described sounds that defy explanation. Oh. Footsteps in the second floor ballroom, which is now used to store village records. Okay. I was going to say probably converted to some sort of like um, municipal function. but It's the records room. By the way, if not... Good on you, police department. <laughs> but how great is it that, like, now that everything's being converted to electronic, they can clear out all those filing cabinets and, and finally have... And fucking dance. Dance like they've never danced before. Right? I think this solves a lot of our, like, pr- like uh, police problems. Right. Exactly. Just dance. You just gotta dance. Just dance that shit out. <laughs> gotta dance. Uh... <laughs> Like some nice, like policeman soft shoe. Oh my god, for sure! Like, no class. Oh, it's so good. Uh, people also hear footsteps on the stairs at times, <laughs> you know, because people got to use the stairs. <laughs> um, I don't know what those mean, but it says human sounding noises or voices. <laughs> How terrifying! <laughs> That's just. Oh, get out. <laughs> Did you hear that? Oh my god, it sounded human. <laughs> Is it human identifying? Or... <laughs> um, uh, toilets flush when they're, um, when people are all alone in the house. Also, consider it. <laughs> Thanks for flushing. It's not the worst. <laughs> um, <laughs> the... I mean, like, toilets overflowing, I'd be like, fuck this ghost. Toilets flushing, I'm like... This fucking ghost keeps flushing tampons <laughs> down the toilet. Oh, yeah, that's not a good not, one. That's inconsiderate. Yep. You shouldn't do that. Don't do that. Um, the chief has said he has experienced objects moved around his desk, lights turning on and off, doorknobs turning, and doors opening. <laughs> the chief. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, the chief says, Hey, look, my desk was so organized. <laughs> the chief. Uh, I bet you anything the chief has like a desktop from 2002. <laughs> open to the It's same. like a green screen. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't need computer skills. <laughs> we would like to say that we believe that the uh, fine police officers of Bull Valley. Oh, yeah. Fuck yes. Uh, where is this? I don't know. Bull Valley, McHenry, McHenry County. County Police Department. Okay, you're killing it. You're killing it. Hopefully oh, not literally. Yeah, you <laughs> you're doing an ex. You're doing yeah, a great say, job. You're doing a good job. We respect Shout you. Outs. We just saluted to you. Thank, Thank you for you. your time. Thank you for your commitment. Uh, an officer claims also, to have like, come. Get it together. Wear like like body cameras and shit. Like Please that. wear body cameras. Yeah, it will. It only works for you. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
an office and take a class in just well anyway mental health that's what we're asking <laughs> Take care of your mental health. Take care, everybody. An officer claims to have come face to face with the apparition of Stickney's father-in-law. Oh, and um, that's so specific. That's very specific. This is the final thing, and I think uh, this is a good way to close. The Holcombville Cemetery, where the children are buried, so the Stickney children, um, are is nearby the house. It is said they haunt the entire neighborhood, along with the spirit of a passenger from American Airlines Flight 191. <gasps> oh! <laughs> oh my god. Holy shit. Noel, I just had a ghostgasm. Ghostgasm. What? Yeah. That is amazing. Mm-hmm. All ghost, the way up in McHenry. Ghost worlds collide. Yeah. Oh my god. I was talking about American Airlines 191 yesterday. Oh, it's the worst. It, honestly, it's the worst, and somebody uh, asked me to talk to them about it, and truly asked me to stop, almost. Because it's horrible. Like, six minutes in. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, well, don't, <laughs> don't ask. It, I mean, right. I wasn't trying to hurt the, their feelings or anything. It's just, no. Like, it's, a, it's a terrible, it's a terrible thing to happen. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Oh, my God. So, uh, yeah. So, those are, uh, Stinky mansion, mansion, oh, boy. Here we go. Stickney Mansion. Do you have a little bit of that Belgian? I do good with beer. Uh, <laughs> you can't. We're lighting it up, folks. I need to eat food. Lighten uh, it up. Y- you can, it's not a place where you can tour unless you, um, I guess, are arrested in Bull Valley. Yeah. Uh, so if you really are dying to see it, um, jaywalk or something, I guess. Yeah. And uh, but the Piddock Mansion, go check it out. Go do some bird watching <laughs> and some ghost hunting. You know you want to go there. Seriously, I've been to Portland. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to High Spirits. Uh, Noel, who are you drinking? I am drinking uh, Saint Bernardus uh, ABT twelve. Get yourself some monk juice. Yes, and I have been drinking uh, Samuel Adams Red Lager. And multi with a crisp finish. Um, you have been listening to a program called High Spirits, and Noel has one last terrible thing to say to you. Sweet dreams. <laughs>